Hello, I am Luis Mulero and this is where I take time off the week and review what what happened this week, looking at my calendar, notes, and just really jotting down about 30 minutes to which to summarize and how I feel about it and some of the takeaways for this week. And what I'm hoping to be later on is to build a, a notebook that I can review at the end of the year and and use it as a way to get some new goals for next year. Today is July the 14th. It's a morning at home. It's kind of cloudy. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Well, but, well it might, if it rains, it's okay. But it um, seems like the sun is coming out, but it was cloudy earlier. This past week was kind of a slow week. But um, I actually, at the end of the week, I just needed to take a vacation day, so I took a day off from work. I have a full-time job, so therefore I need to have regular vacation days. So Friday was the day that I just decided to to take off. Um, aside from that, really, I just I was work. I had been working, and the results the. And kind of preparing and finalizing this workshop that I did. And it just took longer. It really just took a lot of my time. Which it, it normally they do not. Because I have kind of figured out my game plan pretty well. But this one was just a lot of details. I found a lot of mistakes as, as I was summarizing and kind of building the slide deck. I was finding mistakes so I will have to go back and fix those and then start summarizing again as far as kind of building a slide deck, putting all the different proposals into different slides so I would have to go back and start over again, make sure I didn't miss anything. So that took a lot of time and I'll come back and forth which made me feel strained and over, I don't know if overwhelmed but it definitely, I was just definitely glad not to be working with a slide deck or a on a Excel worksheet spreadsheet on Friday so that felt good and on Friday I was less anxious I usually I'm a little more anxious whenever I'm on, I take a day off I feel like I'm that usual feeling of I'm missing something at the office well it wasn't there as clearly I still check my email like twice in the day um, I didn't check it Thursday night after I left from work. I left around 4, so I didn't check the rest of the night. But I checked it on Friday morning just to see if there was something that I need to follow up with. As there were, there were a couple of high important things going on. But nothing had happened. And I was relieved because I, I made the right choice of not worrying about checking my email on Thursday night. And therefore, that kind of helped me be at ease the rest of the day, which has been a challenge. And this is some, one of the things that I'm trying to get away from is the feeling of is that feeling of being bad, feeling bad, feeling like a bad employee, feeling irresponsible because I'm taking a day off. It's been noted in many articles and in various conversations that I've heard or heard on podcasts or read about that that feeling is not a healthy one. 
and it doesn't allow you to be an actual a better employee and it just not not having the peace of mind that you can take a day off it's not something that I want to um, something I want to forget about because I, I my from my perspective this is how a lot of us end up depressed whenever you know you don't get the the usual response or the usual positive influence or positive reinforcement from work with a new promotion or more money or maybe those two things don't give you the same the same enjoyment same fulfillment that they used to so therefore I I just don't I don't want I want to still have that time to myself to take the time off when I need to. So that felt definitely something, a highlight of the week. Because I was mostly concerned with the results of this workshop, my notes and my notebook are pretty light. I did gather some things as far as trying to clear my head and not so much as in meeting notes or anything like that, but I was just really trying to clear my head. Uh, some of these are very kind of all over the place, but we're in the same theater. I'm choosing to play because I need the money. Trying to find meaning by doing this will drive me crazy. Joy, confidence, spirituality need to come from outside this building when is this going to be enough this is it, it was a i was in the thick of being frustrated with my task at hand so therefore i went into the dark place of why am i doing this for blah 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 so therefore for me it was tell myself to stop looking for my job for the task that I'm doing to mean something to give me the meaning of life. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be filling out spreadsheets for the rest of my life, but that's not it. Surprise, you know. But again, since I don't have anything else, or I feel like I don't have that answer yet, I need to start to or to continue to look for it outside of. Uh, the building that I work with, that I work in. And then I wore into some things about work as far as some of the, how we're at times not true to ourselves as a, as a group and how we determine value. I remember, the, yeah, this day I was, I was sitting working on some things and somebody came into my office and they pointed out an additional metric that I was missing or that I need to add or take in consideration or an additional proposal that I missed. And it just felt like I spent the whole, you know, couple of days without, there was something I was working on and, and it felt like I've done some progress, but then here comes somebody else to point out something that I missed. And at that moment, I was like, what's the point of it? Are we going to, are we just looking for how many ways that we can show value? And I use value and 
print and quotes because it, it's all in perception. A lot of people do not see the value of what I do for work or what my team does for work. But as of now, leadership sees it, so therefore the reason why I still have a job. But it's hard because the same leadership that you know approves things, approves budgets, and things like that, it goes back and forth and creates that that um, disalignment between the value that I'm showing plus the value that somebody else perceives or how they're showing value and how they're getting rewarded for said value. So that created disalignment and just it doesn't align very well. Another thing was I cannot get more out of this job more than what it allows me to. Going back to the, to the topic of meaning and purpose and how that really needs to come from outside the building, outside of the tasks that I'm doing, outside of spreadsheets and slide decks and things like that. Les pointed out that what I do for work is part of it. It can, it can be a tool that I use or source, one of the many sources or that I can get joy, confidence, spirituality, which is what I'm calling my mantra. I can get it from work. I can feed, I can get joy out of helping somebody with to find something that relates to work. Like they were needing a technical data point, technical some kind of technical fact, and I was able to help them, and that that brought me at that moment confidence because hey, you know what you're talking about. You haven't wasted twelve plus years out of your life doing this. You actually have learned something. So it it, it adds confidence to to my, well, it, it gives me confidence, right? So that, I can get that from work, but that shouldn't be the only source of it. And at times I battle with the, with that fact that I'm trying to demand more from it. And it, it all, it, it goes back to, to relating, to, to comparing myself to what others are doing and what is being projected by them as some they're getting out of, out of work um, and so therefore it's, it's, it just comes across to me that they're getting that fulfillment that satisfaction from what they're doing work and I want that I want to feel the same I guess what I'm in my what in my in my head I'm building that it is that sensation and I, I don't know if it's true because I haven't asked anybody. I'm just going about why it's being put out there into the world. Like being from social media, or from people that I talk to, and, and all that, and the things that I used to help to construct, construct a, a conclusion in my head. But at the time, it, it really doesn't have to, it might not be the truth. They might be in the same boat that I am. And I think a lot more people are than I want to admit. But they want to admit. And then I want to really just kind of give myself a little more positive talk as far as what I can control when I'm at work. You know, I have a, I have a 
the ability to close my office door. I have a door in my office, so therefore, if I want some private time, some quiet time, I can close the door. Nobody's telling me you cannot close this door. Nobody has said that. So I have that control. You know, I can request vacation in a short amount of time and short lead time, like I did this past week. I, I can control if I want to turn my computer after after hours, even if I want to take my PC home, all these things like that. It really was a good exercise because it started as mundane things, but then it started building up as significant things. As how can I can change, you know, my schedule in our reality, or how I can move things around because I have that ability. Because I don't have anybody micromanaging me. Just I do have supervising people to report to. So yes, they're gonna influence some of the things that I'm doing. But I never, I, I don't consider consider them being micromanagers. I have the power to deliver the documents how I want them to bring my own, bring my own lunch. I mean, that's silly, but some people don't have that ability. Some people don't have the the luxury to have a kitchen where they're at, so they have to, you know, either always have a cafeteria or or more limited, or a little more limited on what they have to bring for lunch. I have a microwave, you know, I have coffee, so I'm changing my perspective really to the positive. The next thing I have is, what is this feeling trying to teach me? What is the lesson here? And that came from a yoga class, a one of the days that I practiced yoga, and that was how the instructor opened the class with, with something along those lines that touch, touched on the how you how you should live with the feeling and not so much as trying to suffocate the feeling as in if you try to suffocate the feeling it's almost like you're admitting that it's there all the time and it just always keeps showing keeps showing up so by looking at standing in front of it and looking at it, what is this feeling trying to teach me what is the lesson here when that feeling arises you're more of in a student mindset because you're starting to you slow down and you, you really start digesting what's going on here and how I can take this moment, this feeling, whatever it might be, and help and turn it into a lesson that's going to make me a better human next tomorrow in an hour or you know in the future. And I heard that many times, but at that moment, it just, it's one of those things that you hear it a thousand times, but when it clicks, it's just whenever you're in a particular mindset, in a particular day, the sun is pointing the right, in what direction. It, it's just one of those things that is like, aha, this is, this is how it should be interpreted. As far as body health, um, the, really, I went to practice yoga a couple times this week, which felt good. I did a beginner's class, deep stretch class, in on all level flow that I did yesterday. All of them pretty good. I'm, I'm think I'm gonna try a different studio to to get and get a feeling of of what else is out there. And this studio that I'm looking to try on next is on my way to work, which aligns with me just doing kind of leaving work, doing yoga. And then heading home, producing a little bit of my time in the car, and also, you know, 
trying to reduce my transportation costs. That way I'm not, the way it happened this past week, I will have to come home. I didn't have to, but because of the how the schedule is built in the studio that I, I went to last week, this past week, the class that I wanted to take was an eight. So I had, I was coming home and then leaving just for yoga and come and coming back home. So I was adding extra miles in the car, therefore extra cost. So, and I'm trying to really limit my time in the car. No walking this week. Uh, very little movement while I was in the office. I was a little kind of in a, a little bit of a mood. I can see how yoga though it can become physically demanding, which is good. I was looking for something I'm working looking towards. As far as mind or mental health, I really this past week made an effort to stop working to, to continue to work on stop talking to myself. And this is not just as in right now I'm recording something, so it looks like I'm talking to myself. But it is a, it was, I was dwelling. I was more as in, I'm reflecting in something that I just did. I just, it just happened or something, I, a decision, or let's say, for example, somebody comes into my office and they tell me something and the way I reacted wasn't, working in my mind was, wasn't ideal or I saw a lot of flaws in the way I reacted to it. Like I didn't come out as strong as I wanted to, or I just seemed flaky, or I agreed to something that I wasn't, that I didn't need to agree to, that I didn't want to agree to. All these things, they, just, they come out floating after, let's say, the personal needs. So I end up talking to myself over, and at times I would flick my head because I was trying to kind of make myself snap out of it, quote unquote. And that I needed to stop. And that's something that Lust pointed out. I did it in front of him. Or I, I don't know if I did it in front of him or I explained it to him what I was doing. And he pointed out that that wasn't, a, that wasn't healthy. That wasn't a good idea. That wasn't helpful. And it really just a way to... It was a way to punish myself for having an incorrect thought or for... To, to dwell on something, but it just, again, because I wasn't living with it, I, it just came back, and it just, so, the feeling is there, I'm looking at the feeling, I'm trying to learn from it, so, therefore, hey, this person came in, I didn't like the way he reacted, this is all in my head as I'm looking at this, so why, why, why is it that I didn't like the way he reacted, instead of just trying to study it? But at that time, that allows my mind to stay focused and not really spinning the wheel trying to figure out every little reaction or every little thing or dissect, dissect everything. And I also think yoga is helping, really. The meditation, the meditative, the kind of that clean your head, state of mind, focus on your body. About practicing yoga, it really has been helpful. As far as money, uh, YNAB, you need a budget. I'm still using that. Really liked it. And I had a aha moment. I was listening to one of the podcasts that I, about money that I listened to. It's the Choose If I podcast. And one of the guys, Jonathan, I think, is, he 
was experimenting with Wineup, and he pointed out something that it just, I, it was really a mind blowing thing, and I even wrote mind blown in my notes. At first, I thought that the software wasn't seeing properly what I wanted to see when it came to my money, with how I was spending money, but in our reality, it said the software was smarter than what I, it was seeing through my patterns. And it was seeing that I was spending money that I didn't have, that I didn't budget in from last month. So it's almost like, hey, I know you didn't pay this off last month. It just kind of was worked in there. But in our reality, the math wasn't that right. So this is why it's red. So you need to put more money in here in this category because you need to pay that back. And the software wants you to spend. The software works by making you budget with the money that you have in your accounts instead of planning to spend the money that you haven't received yet. And that's it. And that's why I'm, I'm going to, in a couple of days, uh, my free subscription is up and I'm going to, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for a full year of it because that right there, it, I think that was a, that has been a positive thing that I've gathered for this. And I think that's going to compound for the next, for the future. It was audio, um, podcast highlights for anything the episode with nomadic matt uh, slow travel is cheap travel and this is the podcast with paula pant uh 10 the 10 ferris show episode 376 is a rebroadcast episode um with seth godin so that was very good and then also uh, in youtube even though it's on audio but i was listening to it because i was doing some chores while i was listening to it it was matt diavella talking about anxiety and I kind of share some of the same quote-unquote solutions, like the dancing and writing. And it was really comforting to see somebody else having the same solutions. And, you know, if you feel included, hey, somebody else is also struggling with this out there. And it's not just you. And that's one of the reasons why I record this. Even though I'm, I don't have an audience like Matt, obviously. I mean, he's in the millions. I'm in the zeros. And that's okay. Zero is okay with me. Because it makes it makes this feel more legitimate. Because I'm, I don't have that positive reinforcement that I'm looking like an Instagram for likes. I know that there's nobody to like this. Like, but I want to still do it. Because I see it. It's good for me. And maybe in the future it might be good for somebody else. Even if it's one person. But if I don't continue to do it, I will never do it in the future. That's the thing. You have to do it now so that you continue to do it in the future. Reading, vagabonding. Um, the idea of living a long travel journey is appealing, but it doesn't align with what I'm, things that are important to me right now, like getting out of debt, you know, working on my house, building a home. The road would not give me those answers. Those answers that I'm looking for are with me, and therefore they're going to be with me wherever I am. Um, the idea that this um, would happen in long trips is really, for me, is an act of delaying the work, procrastination, at least on my end, not for everybody, but for me. And, if, and really, it's just that I'm, I'm, I am dreaming that it would be easier tomorrow to deal with this, this being the work of trying to figure out what I want to do in my life or trying to be okay with not having a full-time job all the time or not 
not value myself based on what I do for work, more as in how I'm actually adding value to the world, like being an adult, that's different from what I do for work because my work is to fill out spreadsheets and I shouldn't find value only on that. I should see past that and just see how the, what other things I'm influencing. I think that's all I have for this week's recording. And if it's just me in the future listening to this, I hope that you had a good week and that you're doing well. And if there's somebody else out there that has got there, that has found this, I hope that you found some value on this and that you have a good week as well.